right, fans, I'm joined by a very special guest on the ropes. I'm joined by Vinny Berlani. How's things going today, Vinny? I'm doing great, Jenna. Thank you. All right. Well, Vinny, for the fans that are listening out there and that are hearing you for the first time, can you explain a little bit um, you know, about yourself, your background in boxing? Sure, absolutely. I spent 11 years under the tutelage of former Olympic gold medalist and heavyweight champion Floyd Patterson. Uh, for those younger fighters that don't remember Floyd, Floyd was the youngest heavyweight champion for a long time. At 21 years old, he won the heavyweight title. Mike Tyson later took that distinction. And uh, ironically, both fighters were managed and trained by the legendary Customato. Floyd became the first heavyweight champion to regain his title as he was the first two-time heavyweight champion. And he was a great fighter with great credentials. He was an even better teacher of the sport. He had a style that was teaching us mostly ad hoc type of uh, training from his experiences, and he would kind of look at how he did moves and then show us the technique and form. So what I've done, and uh, partnered with Tracy Patterson in this project also, is we've taken what we've learned from Floyd and translated it into our 10-point strategic boxing game, strategic boxing system. Uh, that we're revealing uh, in a couple of places, first being Art of Boxing magazine. All right, now, Vinny, you know, having worked for so long under Floyd Patterson, you yourself, you were actually a, an amateur boxer. Can you tell the fans a little bit about what you learned from Floyd in terms of uh, boxing and how you did as an amateur? Yes. I had a pretty extensive amateur career. Uh, learning from Floyd was, was spectacular because he – he moved his fighters, and when he might move, he, he advanced us at the speed we were ready to be advanced. He never put us in fights that we were overmatched in our early days. So I had a lot of confidence when I was working with him that uh, I trusted him to kind of make sure that I was going up against the right guys. And we, you know, started out as a novice, uh, worked uh, in the New York Metro gloves, the Spanish gloves, the New York Golden gloves where I had you know, become a finalist in some of those tournaments. We did that for about three years, and then Floyd approached me and said, Vinny, I would put you up against any other amateur out there. So we're, we're going to move you on the national stage and put you in the national golden gloves. We're going to try out for the Olympics. This was back in 1988. Um, he wasn't as, concern, as concerned because I had picked up all the technique and the years of training. Uh, what I had in fights, and then what I also had, my sparring, because I was one of uh, Tracy Patterson's consistent sparring partners. And when I always got, I mean, before I walked into the gym, he was already a two-time Golden Glove champion. So his experience really accelerated mine uh, to be able to perform at the uh, national, international level. And then at the end of 1988, uh, I turned professional. Right, now, Vinny, you mentioned that you sparred with Tracy Patterson. He actually went on to become a world champion in his own right. How far are you that you actually had a chance to work with to become a world champion? Well, it, w it was thrilling. Sometimes it was painful. <laughs> I've got to laugh at it. Sometimes it was painful. I mean, uh, he did everything well. Uh, and when I talk about what the 10-point boxing system is, it's really executing all of your offense and all of your defense where you can transition from offense to defense and vice versa. Well, Tracy did that all. 
So uh, in the beginning, you know, he would uh, take it easy and work on his defense. But as I got more advanced, and he says, I'm starting to feel your punches now. Um, you know, we had some battles in there that, uh, you know, the headgear, the 16-ounce gloves, and the, and the other protection matter was, was quite handy because, uh, you know, we had some battles in there. Um, I also worked with a couple other guys that either fought champions or uh, were champions. Um, Larry Barnes had um, fought Felix Trinidad at one point in his professional career, and I spent several, several weeks working with Larry Barnes. Um, Tyrone Johnson back in the 80s, he was the number one ranked junior lightweight in the world. We had a couple of sparring sessions when Floyd took us to Gleason's gym to get more advanced sparring. So I always, I often was in the ring with real good fighters that advanced my style right from the beginning as a pro-type style versus the amateurs. There was a little more wailing on the punches. So I picked up the uh, professional style pretty quickly. Okay, now Vinny, being the fact that Floyd Patterson was trained by the legendary custom model, what elements of custom model's training style is in this 10-point strategic boxing system that you have out there? That's a great question, Jenna. Um, what I'm looking, what we're doing with the technique is we're kind of breaking it down much more systematically uh, on how to leverage your punches. So, for instance, um, a lot of fighters today throw a lot of punches with their arms, and they don't leverage their legs with their punches or their torso, and they're just throwing with their arms, upper body, and shoulder. What we're teaching is kind of the ability to use your entire body to bring more power to your punch. And when you bring more power to your punch and then return to your boxing stance, which is the second thing, is having the discipline to return to your boxing stance after each move you make. So if you're able to throw very hard punches and return to that stance, you're in a position to defend yourself against counterpunches instantly or make more offensive moves in a combination. And that kind of three levels of ability to leverage all the punches, ability to return to the stance, and then how you can go from the stance either offensive or defensive at any time. Because if you're ducking, you're coming back up to that position that you could punch or duck again or move laterally out of the way. You can basically do everything as a boxer. I know, Vinny, I've seen your video on YouTube where you describe your template box system and, and what you believe it can do for certain fighters and how maybe it can separate a fighter from that could just be a good fighter to becoming a great fighter. What fighters have you seen out there that could have benefited from using this system? Oh, that's a great question. In August's uh, Art of Boxing magazine, I actually do a review on five fighters. In the magazine, we give a uh, monthly calendar of events section in which I have one specific weight class that is featured, and we feature the top ten fighters in that work class, weight class. I review five of them. So we did the middle, middle weight, weight class in our upcoming August issue. I reviewed Andre Ward, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., Marco Antonio Rubio, Canelo Alvarez, and Sergio Martinez. And 
I point out some gaps in Julio Cesar Chavez game and also in Martinez's game. And by the way, Martinez is a very good, if not great, fighter, and he certainly overachieves. But he makes a couple of moves, and he's a sophomore that he brings his back leg foot forward a little too much, for instance, and it puts him out of position. It compromises his stance, and and he's been counterpunched and even knocked down because of this in the past. So those are some of the fighters I review. I'm going to be actually featuring that in the magazine. And there's a bunch of fighters. Today, I watch on ESPN basically on a weekly basis and see guys that, you know, they're good fighters. Don't get me wrong. As a 10-round fighter, you're either good or very good just to be doing that. But I'm looking to help folks get to that elite level. And being able to execute defensively and offensively is real important is uh, critical to to make that transition to, you know, becoming a legendary fighter versus just a guy that has been a champion and um, won a couple titles. Because with today's alphabet soup, there's a whole lot of titles. I know, Vinny, you mentioned some of the fighters today that could benefit from using some of these techniques. Now, what about some of the fighters from yesteryear, some of the fighters that have already retired, that their careers are over, that maybe could have had better careers if they had implemented this? Are there any particular fighters or one particular fighter that sticks out in your mind that could have been a lot better than he was if he used this in his boxing career? That's a great question. And I don't want to get any coaches angry at me, but I'll give you a name or two um, that could have advanced their career. And in some cases, they had great trainers that I know, you know, teach good style, and they either didn't adopt it or didn't have the discipline. But I'll mention the name Shannon Briggs, for instance. He was a heavyweight. That achieved some decent dollars in his day. I would guess he probably made a couple of HBO or Showtime appearances. He may have broken a million dollars in a payday. Not sure exactly. But I think he could have broke... $20, $30, $40 $20, $30, $40 million paydays if he had more power in his punches. He threw all arm punches. Every punch he threw was an arm punch. And what, how I would work with a guy like that is work in the gym on the habits that become, or from repetitive practice and continuing the practice, you get into good habits. Well, his tra- practice and training in his early days provided him some bad habits that he was never able to get out of. And because of that, you know, he didn't reign as heavyweight champion for a couple of years. Guy had great size, very fast hands, yet his punches were all on punches. Never leveraged his body and his hooks, his hooks to the body, his crosses. They were just a lot lighter than a guy of his size and strength should have been coming out with. That's one example I have. Ray Mercer, second guy. Ray Mercer, another great fighter. Um, excuse me, another very good fighter that made some decent dollars. But I think he could have made the Mega Millions also if he put his punches together more. I never really saw him throw combinations, three or four, three or four or five punch combinations in his career. He was a one-punch or a two-punch combination guy. Didn't have a lot of head movement, which is one of the tactics we teach. You should always be moving your head. Even when you're standing in position and not really dancing around the ring, 
You should be generating that head movement from your legs and feet. And he never really did that. So he was more of a stationary target to be hit and didn't throw a lot of counter punches back because I think he built bad habits in the early days. Okay, well, Vinny, you know, in boxing, there's always the fighters that are looking for that edge, not always with a technique, not with a boxing system, but through performance-enhancing drugs. And I'm curious, through your experience working with fighters, being in the gym, have you ever had fighters come up to you or been around fighters that were doing things the wrong way to gain that edge? Well, you hear, you hear rumors all the time about that, about if this guy's on it or that guy's on it. Uh, I've never been approached in regards to um, supplying it for anybody or asking if anyone else did it because Floyd really taught his fighters, hey, if you had the right technique, and we really even never mentioned steroids in the gym or, hey, is this going to help us be better fighters? And um, we didn't. I, I know I personally didn't see the need for it because, because – the technique really was able to help me outperform guys that were probably better athletes than me overall. Um, so I'm not as um, knowledgeable, but I do hear today that a lot of the guys are on the performance-enhancing drugs, and you know that is an arms race between who can create the drug that cannot be detected and who can, uh, you know, cause the detection mechanism to catch the guy doing the drugs. And right now I'm not sure if there's even steroid testing in the blood testers in the blood tests that go along in the sport. All right, now Vinny, you know, knowing the history of boxing the way that you have, when you look at the fighters today, how do you compare them to the fighters of yesteryear? I think there I think there's a lot of lost science and a lot of lost technique. It's sad to me sometimes. Um, I, I'm really disappointed that, uh, you know, you see a fight on Showtime a couple of weeks ago where you had, you know, Adrian Brown a fight, inciting fight, an entertaining fight, and then you had Jonathan Banks and Seth Mitchell go in the ring. And from the first round, they were getting booed all ten rounds that they fought. Just a lackluster fight at the heavyweight level. You turn that back even 20 years ago with Larry Holmes, he was a guy that, you know, his technique was lateral movement. He had a great jab. And he reigned as the heavyweight champion for so long because he was technically sound in what he was doing. He wasn't a great bobber, you know, bobbing and weaving guy, but he wasn't the slugger. He was a guy that was going to leverage his lateral movement. You know, you can't go back another yesteryear with the Ali. Ali was the same way. He defended his punches or his defending of punches coming at him was his movement and being away from where those punches could possibly be. Just the great fighters, legendary fighters that, you know, today in the heavyweight division, we don't see as much. Now, there are in the lighter weight divisions some good athletes because I think our heavier athletes are choosing other sports right now. And it's a shame because if you really think of the potential in boxing, as a great athlete at that size, look at Floyd Mayweather, the highest-paid athlete in the world last year. He's a welterweight fighter. Sometimes he fights at junior middleweight. He's not even a heavyweight. Just imagine if a heavyweight was able to captivate the audience by coming to the fight to win the fight. Because yes, one of the one of the differences I see guys in yesteryear fighting to win. I see guys today 
fighting not to lose. And there's a big difference in fighting to win or just fighting not to lose. And it's more defensive. It's more cautionary. And this is, this is, a, this is a, a vicious game. So, you know, we got to, you know, have guys in there that are willing to mix it up and, you know, kind of give their all to put on a good show and entertain because we are in an entertainment field. And when you see those great, great fights, you start to see guys get a reputation for putting on good shows. Those are the guys that make the money. Yeah. Now, now Vinny, you know, when you look at the boxing landscape today and you look at some of the trainers that are training fighters, what particular trainer out there, what trainers do you think best inhabit the old-school training technique that are training fighters right today? Well, i got to say, I don't know the names of the guys that train Saul Canelo Alvarez. But he does so much right. He is a 10-point fighter, meaning he executes on the offensive and defensive points in the system by leveraging his body for all maximum power punches. So his trainers have done a spectacular job with him. Floyd Mayweather, another, you know, legendary fighter. He's another 10-point fighter. He changed trainers in his last fight because he didn't think his defense was tight enough. So he brought back his father, Floyd Mayweather Sr. And Floyd worked on the technique that he really put together a masterful fight against that Robert Guerrero that was really underappreciated because a lot of the folks aren't really seeing like the 10-point stance as a tool and understanding which, you know, as, as you learn the system from me through the different mechanisms I'm selling it, it's going to help the fan appreciate some of the things that make the fight exciting. But getting back to your point, so Floyd Mayweather Sr. did, um, you know, you got guys that have just recently left the game like a Teddy Atlas. He was a great trainer. You know, some, you know, some folks might look to bring him in a corner for a special time, but for the most part, he just left the sport um, from being involved on an everyday basis. But the, the guys training the young guys today, I'm not sure how many are teaching the level of technique that the folks I just mentioned are teaching and that we're teaching in the 10-point strategic boxing system, both Tracy Patterson and myself. All right, well, you know, Vinny, let's talk a little bit about what you're doing, too. I mean, you mentioned the magazine, the Art of Boxing magazine. Can you tell the fans a little bit about what they can expect reading that? Yes, absolutely. Um, the Art of Boxing magazine is available right now exclusively on the Apple newsstand. Um, and I reveal my 10-point strategic boxing system, and each month I build off the previous month. So we're up to point four in the system in our August issue, and we featured point three in our system in our June-July issue. Um, so I reveal a 10-point system, and really what I'm, I'm positioning this magazine for is for the fighter and the fan. The fighter to help them understand how to leverage their punches for better power, and the fan to appreciate it more, to really understand what a fighter might be doing wrong and what they have to improve on to be a more exciting fighter. So that's the first thing. Then I put together some entertainment in the magazine. There's obviously got to be entertainment value if you're selling magazines. So I have a featured celebrity each month, and I have a where are they now section each month 
we look at boxing history. Uh, I haven't done really recent stories. Uh, I'm doing some, you know, boxing historian stuff. So those fans of boxing or those young guys that want to learn about the sport and the history of the sport, I'm featuring, for instance, in our Where Are They Now section, guys like um, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Uh, we did a story on Chuck Webner, the real Rocky. Uh, Mike Tyson's Undisputed Truth. And on our featured celebrity um, things like world-famous gyms, so you get an insight into the different famous gyms, the Gleason's Gym, the Kronk Gym in Michigan, the Angelo Dundee Fifth Street Gym in Miami, um, as entertainment values. Uh, we also featured Bert Sugar in our first issue. How could we not um, do a uh, respect to Bert, um, having lost his life re recently? Um, so those are the entertainment sections. Then we have a health and nutrition section. And that section is dedicated for the boxing, MMA, combat sports, because we all know, or some of us may not know, that you train and you, you diet differently if you're lifting weights than if you're going to perform in an enduring sport and a combat sport like boxing or mixed martial arts. So, for instance, we've done a um, boxing story on kind of the right foods to eat, we do some on the supplements and the diet needs. And we're doing a, uh, an article in our next issue. We're doing that pre-fight meal, you know, the right carbs that go in, the right food choices you have. So it gives some insight for that boxer and that guy that wants to go and work out and compete in boxing, whether they want to spar or just shadow box and hit the bag. So I have the proper energy to do that. And then our other section is the uh, schedule and calendar of events, we give you the upcoming month schedule, then we feature a weight class, and then like I said, I've started doing the reviews where I'll review five people, no particular order, but just folks that I think make an interesting discussion point as it relates to how they perform uh, and execute on the 10-point system. All right, now Vinny, you know, seeing that this 10-point strategic boxing system is, is all really about technique and and just the way that you throw your punches. There's one particular fighter out there that fans have often criticized about his technique, about the way that he fights, the way he goes in there. And he's coming back actually in November. That would be Manny Pacquiao. Uh, he's coming off of a knockout loss. I'm just curious, what elements of this system do you think he could be doing better if he implemented it in his game that could help him go forth in his career and, and maybe prevent him from having the problems that he's had in recent fights? That's a, that's a great question, Jenna. Um, you know, I might first say, hey, get out of politics. Uh, I think they want to make him the president where he is. And I think it's not a technique issue with him. I mean, Manny Pacquiao has great technique. He is a guy that leverages his punch. Now, he was a, I don't know if he started as a featherweight or even lighter than that. So when he had punching power at that weight class, he was devastating. Blowing himself up in weight. He hasn't lost the technique, but... I don't necessarily know if it's from steroids or from just growth, but as he's gotten on the heavier weight, he's fighting guys that are bigger than him. Um, I think there's some mental lapses. You know, you, you drop your hands or you put yourself in a position that allows the guy to just hit you with a cross and knock you out. You get hit flush on a cross with a cross or a hook, it's going to be tough to survive against a lot of fighters that are upper echelon fighters. Um, so I don't necessarily think it's a technique uh, part. I think it's more of him either 
getting lazy in the ring or losing focus um, to what's preventing him to perform like we're used to seeing him perform in previous years. And he's probably cost himself the chance to ever get in the ring with Floyd Mayweather. I mean, what is he going to bring to that fight now that he's lost his last two? Okay, all right. Well, Vinny, I have one final question for you. The fan listening out there, is there anything else that you want to let them know about? Any other projects that you're working on? Yes, great. First of all, if you want to visit our website at www.artofboxingmag.com, you will uh, be able to enter into the um, iTunes store, have an, I- have an iPad to get access to the magazine. Uh, it will be available on the iPhone soon. I actually, today and tomorrow, actually, we are filming Tracy Patterson and myself uh, two things. We're, we're going to be marketing the 10-point system as a standalone uh, available on the web uh, to either get one point or to get all 10 points. Uh, and we're going, to be video, we're going to be shooting that. Uh, we did some today, and we're going to be doing some tomorrow. So that's in the next 30 or 60 days. That will be out on the web and available to folks to acquire that. Great tool for coaches, great tool for fighters, great tool for fans that just want to learn how to box the right way, whether it's recreational, self-defense, or what have you. Second project we're doing is an exercise video series. I see guys like Body by Jake making, uh, you know, very well with these series. They're popular. You know, the health, the health nutrition um, focus is really in with a lot of people. So we're going to be putting out the training like a champ exercise series. And our first one is going to be a pretty, uh, uh, pretty hard workout. We're going to do some preconditioning over the next six months or so. But in the first next 30 to 60 days, we will have uh, a product for you, which is the first Training Like a Champ boxing exercise video. Um, and then we're writing a book. We actually uh, worked with a publisher there uh, that we're thinking about partnering with uh, for the book. And these projects are both Tracy Patterson, who's one two world championships at the professional level, and myself that um, we're writing a book on the system that we'll probably market in both hard copy and uh, uh, electronic reading. Uh, so those are the three projects we're working on now. Uh, we expect to see them in the ne- next 30 to 60 days, and we're real excited about them. Okay. All right. Well, Vinny, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you come on on the Ropes Boxing Radio discussing your uh, 10-point boxing system, and I wish you all the best of luck with this endeavor. Thanks a lot, Jenna. You have a great night, and I appreciate you giving us the time. All right. Thanks so much, Vinny. Thank you.